Ascending on high, he led captivity captive. Words of St. Paul to the Ephesians. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. My dear faithful, though waking up at 4 or 5 a.m. for these drive-in masses is hard, there is also a beautiful joy in doing this for God. We rise up with the sun to celebrate the rising of our Lord's sacred humanity into heaven. As our Lord is divine, the second person of the Trinity never left the face of the Father, whose word he is. But now the sacred humanity, hypostatically united to the divine person of the word, penetrates the pearly gates and penetrates to the right hand of the Father. What a victory for humanity. Our humanity in the person of Jesus Christ sits at the right hand of the Father. What a blow to the devil. Our humanity was wounded in the Garden of Eden, and all offspring of Adam would inherit the wound of original sin. No human soul, and certainly no human body, had yet entered heaven since the fall. Yet as creation is attributed to the second person of the Trinity, how fitting it is that the sacred humanity participates in the new creation as our flesh penetrates heaven. This is what we celebrate today. The victory of Christ that lifts our weakness, our frailty, and our wounded nature to the cross, to the tomb, to limbo, and now to heaven. Christ is our brother in his humanity like us all, but in all things but sin. Yet that sin he took on his shoulders to redeem us. Now the humanity of our divine brother ascends to heaven. Since the beginning of this coronavirus captivity, we've been in a time of temporal sorrow. The public celebration and sacrifice of the Mass has been taken away from us, and also our participation in receiving Holy Communion. We noticed that after Easter, our Lord, though truly risen in His human body, was present to them in various visions throughout these 40 days, but it was in a different way, as He wasn't present with them 24-7 as before His Passion. His presence with them these last 40 days has been a conditioning for His ascension when His bodily presence would be removed, though His presence would remain with them in and through the divine gift, the Holy Ghost. We too have been conditioned during this coronavirus captivity. We had to participate in the Mass and the Eucharist from afar, as it were. We knew our Lord was still there in the tabernacles, 
and we were able to visit him every day, we were still able to receive his counsel and confession, but we could not sacramentally receive him like before. The apostles were being conditioned for the sending of the Holy Ghost, and ultimately they were being conditioned for their future glory with the risen Christ in heaven. In a similar way, we too in this coronavirus captivity have been conditioned for our future glory with Christ in heaven, where we will see with our own eyes the divine lamb that was slain on the cross. There in heaven, we will see the divine lamb that has been slain on our altars continuously since he instituted the priesthood and the Eucharist the night before his passion. There in heaven, we will be able to fully experience the divine presence. Now we can take our experience with this conditioning, this spiritual preparation, and ask ourselves a few questions. These past months, our pagan world has been plunged in extreme sorrow, fear, and depression because it was confronted with losing what it treasured the most, namely the pleasures of this fleeting life. Our pagan world was confronted with the mortality of man, the fact that all men will die. Our pagan world was confronted possibly with having to give an account of how they lived their life, their judgment, and many grew stone white in fear. But we Catholics, are we afraid of dying? No, because this life is nothing compared to the bliss and joys of heaven. Are we afraid of the coronavirus? No, all things work together unto good for those who love God, says St. Paul. What should we fear? Nothing. For today our Lord rose to heaven, ascending on high, he led captivity captive. Today our Lord ascends to heaven, and he tells us to never lose focus on our eternal end. If you keep your focus on God, he will make sure you end up where you need to be. Thus we need to keep all our thoughts, our desires, our efforts, our hopes, and our actions focused on attaining heaven. Today our Lord ascends to heaven, increasing our hope. For now our Creator, our brother in the flesh, our Redeemer, now becomes our merciful judge at the throne of God. His ascension is a promise of our eternal reward if we believe in Him as the Son of God and if we love Him. Our Lord said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. We Christians must therefore follow his path through the cross to rise with him in hope. We died with Christ in baptism, and we rose from the baptismal waters in his grace. As our resurrected Lord nourished his apostles and ate with them the day of his resurrection and by the lake shore, so we are nourished on the Holy Eucharist. 
we who have fallen like the apostles have received the peace of Christ in confession. We who have been confirmed have received the gift of the Holy Ghost. Through the sacraments, our lives are united to our Lord in the most intimate way possible, so that we can say with St. Paul, And I live, now not I, but Christ liveth in me, and that I live in the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and delivered himself for me. And in the most particular way, as we celebrate this Ascension Thursday, the day in which our Lord penetrates heaven, today he gives to you the bread from heaven, his divine flesh, as food for your spiritual journey towards eternity. Today again, we are allowed to receive Holy Communion. Let us listen to this beautiful prayer. Grant to us, O Lord, that filled with strength from this heavenly table, we may both desire what is right and obtain that which we desire through our Lord Jesus Christ. Today our Lord ascends to the heavenly banquet and today he nourishes us on the divine bread as a promise of our eternal life, as a foretaste of the sweetness of heaven and as food for our journey. These past months have been very difficult for us all, but today our ability to receive Holy Communion for the first time in a long time on this feast is a fitting reward for us who have fasted under the shelter of obedience. Today, as we receive our Lord in Holy Communion, let us begin our preparatory novena to the Holy Ghost, praying so that we may worthily celebrate these holy mysteries inside the temple of God on Pentecost and receive his heavenly gifts, his fruits, which are charity, joy, peace, patience, benignity, goodness, longanimity, mildness, faith, modesty, continency, and chastity. What joy today's Holy Mass should cause in us, what hope for eternal life. We celebrate the day in which our Lord led captivity captive by having our humanity penetrate into the Holy of Holies in heaven. We celebrate the promise of our eternal reward in heaven and the resurrection of the body. We celebrate the eternal banquet and the divine presence for all eternity for those who love God. And today, May 21st, 2020, Today we celebrate for being able to receive the bread of angels as food for our journey. As our lives have been configured to His by the sacraments, so we rejoice in receiving Holy Communion to show our union with Christ. Today we celebrate Christ the King in His glorious entrance into the kingdom of heaven amidst the trumpets and hymns of the choirs of angels where he ascended to prepare our place in his kingdom and where he shall reign forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.